Hey everyone, thank you for joining me for episode 10, Double Digits of Future Show, the twice-weekly talk show about the future with Jonathan Myers, that's me, and my guests. Today's guest is my friend and internet star, Tom Deslongchamp, and we are going to talk about walking desks, commutes and home elevators, no more body problems, a thousand-year prison sentence in just under an hour, corporate prisons, personal reality TV shows, and how to Snapchat. Let's do this. Um, okay. <clears throat> Are you ready for this? For this? I. It's gonna be I extreme. It's extreme. gonna be extreme. Whoa, what was that, that sound? That's my desk. I have an electronic, um, oh, desk. Robot Check this out. Desk? Watch, watch. Whoa. Oh, <laughs> uh, I forgot what? that the... What just happened? The, uh... The webcam was on top of my monitor, but when I raised the desk, uh, it's too long for the cord, oh. so I pulled it off. But so yeah, I can like do like a nice slow pan, you know. Yeah, I like this. Oh. Uh, do you do you stand on your desk at all? I mean, on on not on it, not on your desk. Uh, yeah, it's a, that's desk. why I got it's a um, adjustable. Um, so I I stand most of the time. Yeah. Sitting is the exception now. That's nice. I yeah, so a lot of a that's lot of, a future futuristic feature of my office right now. Yeah, I feel like that's <laughs> the future of offices is people standing at desks. And mm-hmm. uh I actually um I discovered walking desks. Have you thought about that? It's a treadmill with a table on it. Oh huh. Yeah. That would work for me if I was doing something that didn't require precision, <laughs> you know. Oh, oh right. by the way, are by the way, are we doing this now? Or oh we, yeah, we're doing it. We're we're, we're on. We're, okay, we're on. Cool. We're on the air. I wasn't sure if we were still just testing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. no, yeah. Cool. <clears throat> this so is yeah, real walking deal. desks. Yes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and you can just you you set it to like two miles an hour, and so then you're just you're moving your body. And you're doing office work. Yeah, I don't think I would be into that uh, because um, I'm. You can't see this, but I use a tablet exclusively. Yeah, I'm trying to think about how that would. Um, trying to think about how that would be. So, I mean, if I was just typing, right? You know, your fingers are in the same position, but if you're like walking. And you're trying to like draw, right? You know, characters and stuff. It's kind of might be like drawing on the bus or something. Yeah, which I mean, sucks. I guess you'd need to like really practice walking, like like Groucho Marx or something like that, <laughs> like a real a real smooth smooth stride. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> Tom, you yeah. live in Seattle, Washington. It's true. What is the future of your uh, of the tunnel there? Oh, Bertha. Um, well, it's pretty controversial. Ooh. And, uh, I mean, we're, we're doing it. (laughs) And I guess my logic is I hope they finish it without any more problems so that I can get to my parents' house faster. (laughs) Um, because my parents live on the other side of the city Mm -hmm. and it's basically, 
a lot of people don't like it because it doesn't have many exits. It's only to go through the city. Uh, or, um, but I mean, for me, that's, I want that, uh, for my particular purposes, but, and it'll be told, but I don't really care because I don't go to my parents' house every day, but some people would use it every day, but yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm kind of, I've been checking it. Like I get online and go to their site and see if there's progress. It's kind of interesting, you know? Yeah. Is Um, there... Um, is there much, much, uh, uh, boating, boating, boat commuting? Like, could you, could you commute, could one commute on a boat? I used to think about things like this, uh, when I worked in Redmond, uh, which is, um, I, I live in Ballard, which to get to Redmond, you have to drive to, uh, another area that takes about, you know, 20 minutes or so. And then you have to go across like a, a mile and a half long floating bridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that bridge is kind of like the, where bad things happen as far as commute problems. So I used to just kind of fantasize about like, well, what if I had a helicopter or what if I had a <laughs> boat? Could that actually help? But in the end I thought it would probably take longer do you to know, do such a thing. Tom, I've had that exact same thought. I have like an hour long commute and I often think about like, oh man, not often, but, uh, if I had a helicopter, then I could get to work so much faster. But then I think, no, cause I'd have to go to the airport where my helicopter is and get on the helicopter. It's just a waste of yeah, time. Yeah. And you'd have to like, uh, do security probably, even though you go there every day. Yeah, you know, you'd probably have to take your shoes off or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's no way around it. You You gotta take your shoes off. Oh, oh, yeah. No, I mean, uh, there's no way around the the commute unless um, um, unless something futuristic occurs, like self driving cars, where there's no accidents or few accidents. I bet it would Uh, still be a long commute. Well. But where do where does traffic come from? It comes from inefficiencies, right? It, things don't flow because there's decisions being made. Yeah, yeah. Like if you have to merge, will they let me in? You know, yeah. it's like that kind of, and that's where time happens. But if there was a system and the cars knew what to do, yeah, they could do it a lot faster. Boy, so. it would be a thing of beauty. It would be that perfect yeah. zipper of merging traffic. Yeah. It would be amazing. And the only hangups would be like cars running out of gas, which actually shouldn't happen because they, the car would be aware of it. Yeah. It would go, it would go to a gas, a gassy station. Or it would be like a person who doesn't have a self-driving car and causing problems and people would heckle them and be like, get with the times. (laughs) Or maybe, maybe that person would get to, maybe that's how you get to work faster is that everybody else has a self-driving car and so you can just exploit all of the the stuff and get to like cut cutting people off and cuz those cars are going to be they're going to be safe right so they're not going to do dangerous maneuvers so you can do those dangerous maneuvers yeah but it would i feel like you uh cops would more easily be able to like find you in that scenario, huh? Ooh. Like, 
Oh, you'd right. You'd get be tickets. The, yeah, you'd stick out. Oh, oh man. And actually, probably a cop wouldn't even have to do it. It'd probably be some camera or something, you know. That's, oh yeah. You just get you get to work and you have a text message that says <laughs> you you have a two hundred dollar driving ticket. Yeah. For yeah. driving. Get with the times, man. Hmm. All right. Forget about that. Uh, wait, there was something we were talking, wait, getting to work, cutting the commute, telecommuting. I don't know. We don't have to talk about commuting. Um, I don't have to commute anymore. Yeah. I I work in my basement. Very, very short. Yep. Bed, down some stairs, coffee, down some more stairs at my desk. So. That's my uh, commute. So you could make your commute more efficient by putting in an elevator. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That wouldn't make it. Because think about it. Like, what if? Uh, oh wait, I'm thinking about elevators from like a public standpoint. Because I thought, well, like, what if the elevator's on the bottom floor? <laughs> and I have to wait for it to come up. But I'm like, wait, who would use it when I, you know, like somebody's been using that, my elevator. Like I, I go up to my bedroom and go to bed and say goodnight <laughs> to the elevator. And I wake up, it's at the bottom floor. And I'm like, what the heck? What are you doing? Who's using my elevator? The other, um, the other tenants. Cause you can rent out your house. Do you, do you rent out your house? Do you no. Airbnb? Do you let people, people stay no. in your house? No. I mean, not at this point, no. I mean, if we were not home a lot, then maybe. But I mean, uh, no. I who, think who who Airbnbs and what do they do when it's rented? Like, how do they do it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. No, I think that some people just Airbnb all the time. Like, yeah, if you need a place to crash, man, you can sleep on my couch. Oh, you. Oh, you mean they just are like, hey, sleep on my couch for money? Yeah, and the- we'll be here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Making we're, we're, yeah, we're going to be here. Yeah. So, you know, there's that. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. I mean, if we were like strapped for cash, maybe we would do that. Uh, yeah. But um, I mean, the work is flown right now. So <laughs> okay. that, I think it would be more of a distraction than um, a benefit. But I do like meeting people. So that would be a cool aspect right, of yeah. it. Yeah. You could, you, yeah. it would be a, a, a rich cultural experience. And yeah. you would have someone else to take advantage of your elevator. Yeah. Or we could fund the elevator with right. Airbnb. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. That's it. I, I wonder how much an elevator would cost to be installed. It'd probably be like a hundred grand or something. I've looked into it. It's, uh, I don't, I bet you could get it for way less than a hundred grand. Like maybe I would like lo- something minimal. Do you know how much square feet I would lose installing <laughs> yes. in an elevator? You would lose. It would take up most of your house. <laughs> yeah, and that would that would not be but good. Your commute. You could. Yeah, we could just put in a um, fire. A fire pole. Yeah, and then uh, for for going up, there we could have a rope that you wrap around your waist and uh, a pulley system that All pulls right. you up the pole. Yes. That would take less square footage. Way less square footage. And you could motorize that if you wanted. Yeah. So yeah, you, you have could. a motorized rope pull up, and then you just it slide down. Sounds pretty dangerous, though. Insurance would probably increase. Yeah, my, my you shouldn't be insurance. having... I think that you probably shouldn't be having people Airbnb at your house. 
if that's the yeah. method for getting up and down. Especially the like the the physically handicapped, <laughs> it would just not work yeah. at all. I mean, oh, but I wonder what if you okay. Here's another scenario: you uh, <laughs> you replace your stairs with an elevator. So the space that you were taking up with an elevator, oh well, that's where your stairs were. Well, wait, but there's a third option. What about stair elevators? A stair elevator. It's for uh, the um, for senior citizens that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, for the ones that have trouble with stairs, but um, where have you seen those commercials <laughs> yes. where they just take a little like <laughs> sit and then they just go sideways up <laughs> the up stair buddy stairs. or something like that stair buddy yeah or it, it wouldn't be sta- it wouldn't be stair master because what is taken. it yeah i don't remember what it's called i know exactly what you're talking about though but that sounds just man that sounds like one of the most soul-sucking modern <laughs> helpy devices Healthy devices because you're just Um, you're sitting on this chair and slowly slowly moving up the stairs oh excuse me grandma i gotta gotta get by well if it's the difference between falling and all right breaking your hip and changing the rest of your life that's and that's fair taking it easy i guess it's worth it but (laughs) (laughs) i mean i'm actually getting to the point where my knees don't like going downstairs Mm. up is fine but but they don't want to go down sucks yeah because i broke one of them my kneecap you know my right side and so that hurts and then the other one's kind of tired because i use it a little bit more intensely now that i have pain on my other one so yeah so it's just kind of so i might be one of those people in like 30 year or 40 years Uh you know that needs stair oh, buddy. But maybe, in, <laughs> but maybe in 40 years, but maybe in 40 years you could get a bionic knee. True. I mean, I that, feel like, yeah. you, like right now it might be a little bit cost prohibitive to get a bionic knee, but in 40 years it might be yeah. like, just pick one up at Target. True. It, you know, maybe bodies will just be dumb in like 40 years and it's just, you know, no body problems because everything's replaceable and yeah, that's kind of (laughs) weird. Yeah. Uh, it is, but that's the, I've heard some people talking about that. Oh yeah. It's, it's, uh, kind of spooky. Tom, wait, here's a question. Here's a question. What's up? Would you like to be uploaded into a computer? No. <laughs> oh, okay. I wouldn't. Next would not. question. <laughs> uh, what is the... No. Uh, Wait, are you talking about where the um, sequencing my, my, uh, like my brain like waves your, or something? Yeah, and, like your consciousness is like in a computer system so you don't need a body anymore because all you oh man that sounds like a nightmare yeah no that sounds like um death becomes her is that that movie where the the they uh can't die it's bruce willis in it is that it just yeah uh it sounds except in that movie their bodies fall apart even though they're gonna live forever and it's just a big old mess um 
but in this case, you would live forever because you're in a machine. Unless the machine shut it down, I guess. Maybe. Right, yeah. Or like what if it's like a somebody like up does a bad update or something like that and it glitches uh, out or something like that. I don't know. That's scary. That's a downer. I, well, that reminds me of this article I was just reading yesterday about like the possibility of changing prison sentences to be a um, drug you take that makes you experience time at like a thousand times slower. What? So you can so you could do like a thousand year prison sentence mentally. In like a day. <laughs> Wait, what? No, so, okay, so... so well, I, I don't know if this exists. It's just something people are wondering about, like uh, whether, you know, like it could happen. Like kind of in, uh, like in Minority Report or something. I didn't well, see that, but I, probably. Oh, okay. Well, they put the uh, prisoners to, uh, kind of like in a, in a, in a uh, hibernation. Yeah, but I think this is like really concentrated thought processes like see where you know how long an hour feels when you have nothing to do yeah it would be like you know making an hour feel like a year you know um man i don't like that i mean it sounds like torture to me but at the same time if you've done a crime you need to like serve the time so if you (laughs) (laughs) with with humane treatment of course Uh but you know um but it's like where's the line i don't know yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, uh, oh, but what if, okay, so they experience time slower. So what if there was a thing that, like they had a video playing at them so that there was, I don't know, like, I guess I'm imagining that there's like a lecture or something like on how to be a better citizen or something like that. But it's it's all fast forwarded. Or to like sync with their brain, yeah, yeah. Inter uh, the way they're reading stimuli, yeah. I don't know. That's starting to sound a little bit um, nineteen eighty four. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> a little bit. Or um, what's uh, or Clockwork Orange or something like that. Like keep your eyelids open, kind of stuff. But yeah, um, yeah. Forget I don't it. Know. Forget it. Yeah. Don't do that one. Just stay out of prison. Yeah, stay out of prison. <laughs> uh Ooh, what about uh oh never mind. I was gonna say uh um uh corporate prisons, but that's a that's a different thing. Corporate prison? Yeah. Or I mean uh, Are you talking about when like exist. a are you talking about <laughs> when like a software company hires someone just to have them? but doesn't give them anything to do. <laughs> that sounds like corporate prison. <laughs> that happens in Silicon Valley, that, that show and stuff. It's pretty funny. Uh, yeah. No, I was, I was actually, I was thinking, uh, I was thinking about the prison system that we have and how it is. Um, it's privately like it's every prison is a private business. Like a business. Entity. Yeah. yeah. And they basically like, they get a contract to have prisoners or whatever, and they get state funding and whatever. And I was thinking, oh, well, what if there was like a, a, a way of having it be more public or something like that? I don't know. I'm not exactly yeah. sure where I was going with that, but I was thinking about like a, uh, like some big, some big company, like, you know, like, uh, stadiums. I'm not sure where <laughs> like, you're going with uh, this, but <laughs> stadiums are owned like, um, 
Like what are the stadiums in Seattle? What are they called? CenturyLink Field is CenturyLink. One. There yeah. we go. Or Safeco. They're Safe- right next to each yeah, other. Yeah. yeah. So so it'd be like CenturyLink Prison or something like that. But it's not really like the kind of thing that uh, uh, that kind of company would want to have in their portfolio. Yeah. Of they're revenue. I mean it's like a, there's an income that comes with sports stadiums because people sports uh <laughs> for some reason i can't think of the word sports goers <laughs> yeah, sport, sports people sports fans sports fans that go to buy food and beer and watch right, things um, right it's but it's like you don't no one goes to you know prison because they want to nobody wants it's, to watch prison nobody goes to prison <laughs> to watch prison well the scary thing is that that could be something someday, a really sick something someday, you yeah. know, depending on which way our country goes. Who knows, man? Who knows? Well, I <laughs> it's wonder... like, well, think of re- reality television, reality television. You're not watching a prison, but, you know, <sighs> In a you're way watching you people sort of ruin their lives or whatever. And, and are, uh, it's, you know, like the people that write a lot of those shows find people that are particularly vulnerable to being their own worst enemies and then just kind of putting them all in a cluster and then watching the mayhem happen, you know? Yeah. And you know, so, you know, it's boy, I feel like if, if you get invited to be on a reality TV show, just say no. Yeah. Just say no. It's not great. (laughs) Not good for you. Maybe we should make a, an ad campaign for that. Like reality TV, not even. Yeah. Um, I don't know, you know, I don't know if you could change anyone's mind though, you know, because some people are just so hungry for that kind of, uh, like, uh, attention, you know, you kind of have to go further back in time and help them in a different way to prevent that from happening. Not just don't do that. Yeah. (laughs) Start your own reality TV show so that you're in control. (laughs) Personal reality TV shows. That's kind of what social media is. Yeah, it is. Right? You know, it's it's your own little TV show. And it's not bad. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it can be really great. And, I mean, that's what podcasts are. And that's Whoa. what, you know, it's trying to share, share yourself so, with the world. You're bringing it back home. Yeah. Uh, no, no, yeah. It's all that's, connected. That's good. That's, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Um, hmm. Okay. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> I'm I'm curious. It's interesting seeing how you're kind of processing and and you're you're, you're this is a performance for you. You 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 get to receive my answers. Yes. And then improvise or maybe connect it to something else. That's mm-hmm. cool. Sorry, I'm just observing you. No, this is great. <laughs> I like it. <clears throat> I I think that the more the more self-aware this show can become, the better. I think that will uh, only that'll only help its ratings. Okay. I don't know. I'm just being honest, yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> uh let's see, let's see. Where oh, uh personal reality TV shows. Yes, they exist. I'm trying Are to think you, about what Oh, go ahead. Do you use Snapchat? You're on Snapchat. Do you, I I am on Snapchat. I I think I need to snap it up. <laughs> I don't think I Yeah. So I've been using it for like three years, I think. And, um, I only just two days ago found out that you could view 
who sees who watches your story. Oh, I didn't know that you could do that. Their oh. Snapchat's controls are a little bit. Uh, it takes time for me, at least a person like me, to find all the things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And because at first I was just sending videos directly to my friends and that's all i did i didn't even view anyone's stories or or anything it was just like one-to-one send it to my friend they send me things yeah that's it but now i'm like i've gradually shifted to just doing my story thing so that people and in general can like watch it if they want or whatever you know right 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 and and i i just feel like such an old man because like i didn't even know that you could Cause I kind of felt like, well, I don't know if anyone's watching this, my story, whatever, who cares? But now I'm like, Oh, 20 people watched it. Okay, cool. People, there are some people seeing this. Like, yeah, that's, that's kind of nice. So it's not, as, yeah. but it's not as clear as like on uh, Instagram or whatever. Well, I mean, on Instagram, people like it. Uh, but on, um, Snapchat, there's oh, no liking. Right. It's yeah, just, no like you can you just look at it. Yeah. You, but you can comment and, you know, chat and stuff. You could like write a response rate right when you see a thing and then it'll be sent to you and stuff. So, yeah. um, uh, Tom, I'll, I will start, I will start storying. Okay. Yeah. Try it out. All start right. adding to your story. Oh, it's like a Show- continuous story. Well, you just, you know, it's like a stack. You just keep adding to it. Oh, okay. This so, is <laughs> this is like a a how-to for Snapchat. Yeah. For <laughs> <laughs> this is great. This is the future of oh. Jonathan, 33 years old. <laughs> yeah. Have you used Facebook? <laughs> I just found out about messages about it. on Facebook. I've heard about it. <laughs> you can send messages to people. It's great. It's crazy. Yeah. I found my this friend from high school. Um, cool. Uh, so here's, here's what I'd like to do. I would like to end this right now and have you on for the next episode right after it. Okay. Is that, is that cool? It's kind of like taking a break only for everyone who's listening to this. It's a break that lasts a couple days. Okay. Cool. That's fine. Great. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to pretend that we just started. When we're we... going to, yeah, we're going <laughs> to do that. I'm going to press stop. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Hey, everyone. That's it for this episode of Future Show. Thanks for listening. And thank you, Tom Deslongchamp, for being my guest. You guys can find him on Twitter and everywhere at Tom Thinks. At Tom Thinks. Simple as that. Hey, check out the next episode where we are going to dig deep-ish into the human psyche. It is mysterious. It's fascinating. Hey, you guys, uh, thanks for sending your tweets over to the Twitter account at Future Show Show. It's always great to hear from you. Check out past episodes at futureshowpodcast.com or on iTunes. If you want to leave a review, that would be just spectacular. And just remember, the future can happen at any moment.